Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I've Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to another uh, edition of Bitch and Wine, except I don't have a wine. I just have water. So I'm going to say hydrated bitch. How about that? Oh, That's nice. Yeah. Yes. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, are you sipping on something, Annie? I am. Um, I think we're in the same boat as a lot of people in the U.S. right now. It is very cold. Um, we hope everyone's doing well. Be safe. But I heated up some water and put a splash of whiskey, lemon, ginger, cinnamon. Ooh. It's very nice. Nice. That's actually yes. very smart. Mm-hmm. Since you can't have teas, can't do a hot nope. toddy. No, nope. <laughs> that's that's a good way to go. Um, yeah, so we are not currently sponsored by anything. Just FYI, uh, if you are drinking something, a be safe, uh, be conscientious on what you're taking. Stay hydrated, stay warm, um, and yeah, do what you need to to be at your best self. <laughs> and if that means just laying about, do that because that is also delightful. With a heated blanket, is even better, Annie. Just so you know. Samantha's really pushing for me to get heated blankets. I love heated blankets. I know there could be some hazards. Don't use it all the time. But when you're sitting in a cold office and you wrap it around you, Mm. it's perfect. Mm -hmm. It's perfect, just so you know. But Mm -hmm. uh, today for my hydrated session, I had the weirdest thing happen. And I've already told you this. um, And I'm really kind of like wondering the level that people really go to for their businesses and uh, for, you know, just trying to make money. And don't get me wrong. You got to make money. You have to live. The system sucks to a certain extent. And doing things like running your own business, being in real estate, being any of those things, you have to do what you have to do to make connections. It really sucks that a lot of networking is involved to truly actually be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just all about uh, good work, which I'm not saying... This person doesn't do good work because I have no, no idea. Mm-hmm. But the levels that we go through, and I think I also think about this with like uh, the pyramid, sch- 
pyramid schemes and the MLMs, it kind of just, there seems to be a crossing of boundaries, which I find kind of concerning. Like, I respect you doing what you need to do. But at the same time, the audacity and entitlement that it comes with kind of throws me. And again, if I'm your friend and we have been there for each other, that's one thing. Like uh, the person who helped me buy my house. Y'all know her. She's a friend of the show. Melody, she's one of the, I think, one of the best realtors that could be out there. She did a lot in making sure I got my perfect house, but I also trusted her because she was also a good friend. She is also a good friend. So I know her. So I know her business ethics. I know that she knows what I want when it comes to a house. I know that she has uh, the ethical level of what I want in buying that house as well. And so we've we've even have a, a, an episode about uh, buying houses responsibly mm-hmm. and not being a part of the problem when it comes to gentrification and what that looks like, especially in, in areas like Atlanta. Um, so stuff like that. Like that is one thing. I should never ever try to come at me and be like, you should buy these things, you know, like trying to add right. things or trying, you know, so like I have gotten several and I'm sure I'm not the only one posts or, or uh, DMs on Facebook on things I'm like, hey, you should come to this little party. And think, you think it's like, for a while, it was the Zoom things uh, online. Come to this. And you're like, we just want to catch up. Just a bunch of girls hanging out. And it turns out they're trying to sell, sell makeup. I've not talked to you in 10 years. I've not talked to some of these people in 25 years because I hadn't seen them since high school. But because Facebook connects you, you start getting random invites to chats that you want nothing to do with. And you find out it's for sponges or <laughs> some of the most random things. It's kind of like that one time where I uh, lived with a person. It was like an emergency situation. She had a condo. She was looking for a roommate to help uh, alleviate her uh, rent. And I was like, yeah, can, I would love to. If that's okay, blah, blah, blah. Everything was okay until her boyfriend came in the picture. It's the strangest thing where her boyfriend was a part of a, a pyramid scheme. I did not know this at the time. And he brought in the worst paper towels. I hated them. They were like, the, really, like, it didn't pick up anything. You know, the cheap, cheap. Mm-hmm. And then, like, these sponges and all these things. I didn't think anything of it. He came over a lot, and I was trying to, like, okay, whatever. It's cool. Uh, boyfriend. I don't technically own this house, but we're here. And she's a very cool person. Like, she and I got along really well. And then, this was years ago. And then, like, he came in, and I had bought sponges or something because I realized we were low or something or it was old and I was like, I get this. Dude comes in. I don't even think she was there that day because he started, he had his own key and he just kind of walked in sometimes that I was like, what's going on? Hey. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, oh, my girlfriend's coming later. And I'm like, okay. Weird. (laughs) I'll talk to her about this later, but okay. And the one time, like, I remember I was sitting there and he was like, hey, uh, did you buy these sponges? I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, thought we, I saw that we needed new ones. And he was like, oh, that's so sweet of you. That's so kind. But honestly, um, we use these sponges that I bring. Uh, so if you don't mind, don't worry. I, 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 d- please don't buy anything else. And I was like, one, you don't live here. <laughs> Two, what? A condescending, what? And so yeah. it had turned out that he had gotten her to buy all his stuff so that oh. he could make a living. This also escalated when she was gone on a trip uh, mm-hmm. for a week, and we, I knew she was gone. I was hanging out in the house. The dude walks in in the middle of the night. Like, it Ugh. was like 10 o'clock at night. It's like, hey, 
and goes to the bedroom and then comes out and starts eating and sits next to me. And I'm like, Mm-mm. what the f- is happening? Why are you? <laughs> and I texted her. I was like, uh, so-and-so is here. Why? And she was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'll tell him to leave. Dude left the next day. Oh, wow. After sleeping there. And I was like, I immediately packed up and left because I'm like those two things. I was like, no, no, we can't. We can't be doing this. We can't be having dude telling me I can't buy things in my own place that I'm paying rent for, as well as just walking in. Right. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. But recently, I had, I, I have the uh, notifications on my uh, phone, or I get emails, rather, about um, what's coming in the mail. I started mm-hmm. doing this because uh, well, there was a place where I was missing things. I was missing, like, letters from Social Security office and, like, tax tax information from the IRS. I'm like, all right, I need to know what's coming, and I need to complain if things are missing. Apparently, there was this whole thing where in Atlanta, postal service people, not all of them, because I, I have a great postal service person. They're very mm-hmm. nice, whatever, but had really apparently dumped just <laughs> letters in a ditch because they didn't want to deliver them that day. <laughs> and they found, and the news people found them. So, like, Mm -hmm. I like to get notifications to know that if I need to go and, and, like, figure out what's going on, if something's coming, a package, you know, a lot of bad things happen and people things that take things out of the mailbox, all those different things. And I noticed that I was getting a letter and it was a handwritten personal letter. So I was like, huh, that's very rare. Let's be honest. In the (laughs) world of emails and Mm -hmm. DMs, you don't get that. It was around Christmas time, so I was like, maybe Christmas, whatever. But it's from a dude that I have not talked to since junior or 
maybe sophomore year of college. So over 20 years, over 20 years, have mm-hmm. not talked to them, have not talked to them on Facebook, have no interaction whatsoever. Dude doesn't even know if I still live in Georgia, technically. <laughs> like, there's nothing that really says much. For a little while, I was active on Facebook and giving my status like every other millennial and Gen Xer um, and still boomers uh, that do it today. <laughs> but like... I haven't posted anything. I just, I go on there for my one game that I really like that I had to bargain <laughs> with people to get mm-hmm. stickers, which Annie was present for. I um, saw it. <laughs> and as well as telling me events and people's birthdays. So that, that's what Facebook is for me. So I was like, what in the hell is this? Why, how does he have my address? Again, remember, I just moved to my place last, a year or so ago. And I have lived in, 10, air, 10, 10 places since since college. So I'm trying to figure out, what is this? Is something going on? What is happening? Is this, a, is this an issue that I should know? And so I'm like waiting and like freaking out a little bit. This is causing me anxiety. And mm-hmm. I run out and it's in my mailbox. So I pull it out. And again, the dude uh, it has opened. I open it. There's a post-it on a very on a typed or printed letter that says, "Hey, Sam, it's been a long time. We should catch up." Mm. What the? F-? So <laughs> I open it up, and sure, yep, it is exactly what you think. This dude has decided to not do what he's doing or uh, what he was doing and go into real estate, and was like, "Hey, I live in this amazing area. I love this place. You know, my family and I felt really at home now. And, you know, I made the huge decision to change my life and start this new career. I would love to be- own show you property in this area, which is, by the way, by the way in a completely different state. So <laughs> I was like, what the hell? So <laughs> this person not only went and looked for my information, which I try to figure out, like, I looked up my own name outside of, like, knowing what I do, because obviously anything, uh, my name is put typically on anything with the podcast, uh, mm-hmm. what we've been doing, or on a podcast, because, again, I get a lot of credits for being on uh, Behind the Bastards only four times out of their millions of episodes, but <laughs> that's my claim to fame, apparently. Not the not our podcast, Annie. Not our yeah, podcast. of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was like, what the hell? And yeah, like I finally found my name, and I did find my address online, but it took me to get to, like, uh, I think, like, the 10th the, uh, Samantha McVeigh's and like he doesn't know me that well that he would know my family so mm-hmm. it would be hard to associate I doubt he knew my middle name and so I'm still trying to figure that one out and I'm like how the f-? and there was a, another Samantha McVeigh in Kennesaw as we know my new sister-in-law <laughs> is now Samantha McVeigh as well mm-hmm. so like all of these things that he hunted and I I think, and if anybody's in real estate, uh, y'all, y'all can tell me, I have a feeling they do have access to more information, I don't know, through their real estate stuff. But again, I don't know how it works interstate because he is not, he does not have, I, would, I wouldn't guess, a license in Georgia because he's in a different state and he's been there for a minute and that's where he started his real estate venture. Mm-hmm. But like the fact that he looked me up for that, for to send me a random request to buy property in his area, it feels both insulting and so disturbing. I really like, I don't want to even reach out because I don't want to acknowledge that I got it because I don't want to confirm that he found me. Right. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, I want to know, what did you do to find my specific information? Or did you just send out 
a letter to a bunch of Samantha McVeighs and hoping that one of them was me. Like, I don't understand. And I, y'all, I'm really disturbed by this because we've already talked about so many issues. Like, I got people trying to find us. We talk about very sensitive subjects sometimes. And like, Andy, you've talked about being doxxed for a video that you didn't even, you only produced. So all yep. of these things <laughs> makes me really nervous. And I'm concerned and I'm like, what is this? But again, I'm also really annoyed that this dude that I have no connection to mm-hmm. would <laughs> target me mm-hmm. in such a way that feels violating to try to get me to buy property at a place I don't want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is. It is upsetting when things like that happen because you realize, like, yes, um, unfortunately... People can get your address. Um, we had an incident several years ago at our office. Um, one with the the doxing thing. But then we had a legitimate stalker and we had to get security and stuff. But we used to have a thing called Delete Me. Not currently a sponsor. Uh, but they would go through and they'd find your address. And it was it was creepy. Like, it would, it would be places I'd lived barely. I'm like, how did anybody know about this? This is, I mean, of course, because we have to use the address, of course they know about it. But it was just like, wow, that was very specific. Okay. But it's also upsetting to kind of think on on the lighter side um, that when that stuff happens, you feel like such a commodity. Like they just right. are like, literally, I want to, I need to improve my business. Oh, here's a person maybe I can. <laughs> That's the other part. Is like again, I don't live in that state, right? If you found my address through a real estate route, you should know that I just bought my house, so I'm right. not leaving anytime soon. So right. what? As well as the fact, like again, he and I weren't even that close to begin with. We had like a funny times, and we would hang out through groups of people mm-hmm. for a little bit. But after mm-hmm. like our groups disbanded we didn't hang out. And mm-hmm. that was literally for one year of my college life. And since then, and not only that, you write me, you send me a printed letter that is a generic printed letter that's literally like a, an ad with a post-it. <laughs> and don't even explain how you found, like, like none of yeah. just like, there's so many things to be like, you know, I've had some, ba- like, it's bad enough when I get a Facebook message, but at least I know how we connected and I'm like, I'm still annoyed, but I'm not like offended, you know, like you, you do what you need to do. I got you. I click out of it, move on or say no, thank you. Right. Um, but this was like, I will say it got my attention. It got me annoyed. <laughs> it, it has me annoyed, more annoyed. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I guess maybe it works. Will I use him? No. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I feel like there's a strange thing that's going on there of both like, there's the idea of like, look how much work I put in. But clearly he didn't. But he like didn't. the idea I tracked you down and I, I found you. But it's also, we've talked about this in my episode that was like, when men don't get it. It's true, women can be creepy and they can be stalkers. But if I get, like, a letter from a man I haven't heard from in a long time, it's like, I know where you live, essentially. (laughs) That would give me pause. (laughs) It's not like you're, it's not like I'm like, wow, he found me. It's more like, oh, God, he found me. (laughs) Again, how did you find me so I can block that? And if you don't even explain, it shows that he doesn't realize how strange that is and how kind of disturbing it is. Oh, right. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline i mean and then i started thinking about it too like old school ways like phone books existed and and, and listed your address. Yeah. Um, but like even now with the yellow pages and the white pages, it's still a little harder to do so. And you couldn't mm-hmm. do it if you didn't live in that area. Which, does anybody get phone books? Do they still exist? Do phone books still exist? Uh, I mean, they still exist. I don't know if they make new ones, but I, I mean, yeah. Huh. Anyway, but like I know those <laughs> things happened. I know once upon a time we were a trusting country. <laughs> <laughs> trusting people that were like no big deal but it's a little more again he I know he uh, put this as I'm annoyed not necessarily scared except mm-hmm. for the implications that other people could find me obviously and we know that you can pay for in- information anyone can pay for information and we are technically known like we are social media pre- we have a social media presence we have a media presence um, mm-hmm. at this point so I get all of that but the level that just like the uncomfortableness, the awkwardness, the anxiety it gave me to see that, which may yeah. be my own fault. Again, also, like, I'm a little bit paranoid. I've watched a lot of movies, watched too many true crime things sometimes. So then I'm like, maybe he's coming to tell me, like, he's someone fate being him, mm. thinking that I had a connection and that this was something else, like poison in an envelope. Like, that's another thought I had. Y'all, I went all through the gamut. On this one. on the envelope. You I'm, know what I'm saying? No, I know I totally do. Go That's ahead. Just funny. Go Sorry, I don't know whatever it is. That I was telling you about my. I have somebody who contacts me. If you're listening, I'm sure this is like really is. I also have issues with my keyboard, but every message they send, certain letters are capitalized, and I'm like. What does this mean? They're <laughs> sending a ransomware code. <laughs> Some kind of like coded message, but what is it? 
So I get you. I understand. Yeah. yeah. Like, there are so many things that I was like, what is happening? But again, just the audacity of it that I'm like, mm. I've gotten letters. But like, typically, I've gotten letters from people who are like, ask me for my address. Mm-hmm. I have gotten those. Uh, yeah. I, recently, someone sent an email like, hey, we want to send Christmas cards. Give me your address. So like that, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I might not have seen them for for years. Um, or I'm only, you know, like stuff like that. But that actually has like some courtesy to it. And I know what's coming. This was a whole level of like, what the f*** is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you and I were talking about... Um, LinkedIn recently. Uh, And so, like, I haven't gotten that. And I do get, as you were saying, you have a business, you're trying to make it work. I understand. But I I feel like I get a lot of stuff on LinkedIn that is, like, send me your address. Uh, And it's usually a man who is like, I want, I'm running a women-led conference and I think you should come. And I'm like, hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I right. don't know how I feel about that. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, so it's, it's hard to... Because there is that level of, you know, people are just trying to make it, but when something like that happens and they're just... skip to step and have your address. <laughs> That's the thing. I think if he had just, like, sent me a message saying, hey, I wanted to send these out, let you know this information, give you some information about my job... That was that would have been a lot more understandable, a lot more personable, a lot more courteous than the post-it. <laughs> Which kind of is related to a Sex and the City episode we're going to come up on in a few years. Oh, I'll look forward to it it's in a not, few it's years. It's not anytime soon, I don't think. The, way, the rate we're going, not uh-huh. anytime soon. Um, but yeah, like it just, it was such a weird moment of this level of like, good on you for doing new business. Hopefully it's less stress for what it was previously. Y'all have done some cool things. I've seen some things on Facebook, never interacted in those, but mm-hmm. cool. But that was that point of like, how How do you think this makes, this makes no sense. And I can't, I wonder, like, I'm sure he did it with other people that mm-hmm. he knew from college as well. I guess from college. Because I'm like, have you not met more pe- people in the last 20 years that you could reach out to first? <laughs> There's so many questions, though. But again, I don't want him to know he found me. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> Even the same though it's thing. Not, like, scary. It's an email. You never, you don't click sub- unsubscribe because then they know you exist. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do unsubscribe. Well, it, it might have changed now, but when I was in a college, you were not supposed to hit unsubscribe because oh. then they knew it was actually some someone. Oh. Uh, and then they would just, like, send you more. <laughs> that makes sense. Now I yeah. know. Like I said, perhaps the technology's changed. Perhaps big companies have gotten sued over it, um, and they don't do it anymore. But for a time, that was the wisdom: was you didn't, you just pretended like it never, you never got it. Uh, maybe I need blocked to know. it as spam or something. I'll block but, it. Okay, that's yeah. The All right, I'll remember. Okay, <laughs> we learn. We're learning. Every we're day. learning things today. <laughs> yes. Well. I I would love to hear from listeners if you've had this experience. It is. It is. Like you said, the implications are frightening of, like, the data that we we all know this, but it is like, oh, okay. Still to see it done. You're like, what? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, if you would like to contact us, listeners, you can. Uh, you can email us. You have permission. 
Yes, you do. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, at Steph Media Mom Stuff at iHeartMedia.com. You can find us on Twitter, Mom Stuff Podcast, or on Instagram and TikTok at Stuff I Never Told You. We have a tea public store and we have a book uh, that you can get wherever you get your books. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina, our executive producer, Maya, and our contributor, Joey. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 